Hello guys and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Heike Adulting, aka the not so serious guide as to how to live your best life no matter who you are. My name is Jada Jones and I am your host today and every week. Honestly, I don't even know what to freaking talk about. Um, let's see, let's go from today. Today is actually Monday. Cheers to me. I'm not doing a last minute job. Um, It's Monday night and I wanted to have this podcast just ready and done because guys, the next upcoming weeks look very, very busy for me. This weekend I did a, what's it called? Like a I was about to say like a deep dive and that's just not it. Um, I did like a deep reconstructing and just kind of really planned out my life because I just wanted to give myself some structure for the next upcoming weeks because things are getting crazy. I planned out everything pretty strategically so I'm not just like chasing everything, you know? So I'm really excited because now I feel like I kind of have something to do, you know? I really prepped myself for some awesome videos this week. I think I'm recording like four videos this week. Some of them are overlapping each other and it's just all kinds of crazy. So yeah, but with that being said, I really did plan for a really good and successful week, which I'm excited about. With that being said, I want to let you guys know that because last month I took like a break off of YouTube, uh, it wasn't a break. Uh, it was just kind of like me stepping back a little bit. I went to a once a week uploading schedule just because um, everything was just kind of slow anyways. I was like, you know what? If this is the break that I'm going to take, this is the best time to do it because everyone's just kind of doing their own thing, starting back work, college, whatever everyone's doing. And now that it's about to pick up again like youtube season's about to pick up again with just um holiday videos and end of year videos it's a really popular time to be on youtube right now and i feel more inspired with actual things that i have planned to film so i think it's going to be a good time all that to say that i am starting back my two times a week uploading schedule and i want to let you guys know that i'm uploading on wednesdays and saturdays on youtube and i'm uploading every tuesday on the podcast so the podcast didn't change i've always only uploaded once a week on tuesdays but as far as videos on my channel Wednesdays and Saturdays. I think that's a good way to round out the year. I'm glad to be back on the ball game, on the roll, you know, and I think there's going to be some exciting things that are coming out within the next couple of weeks, and yeah. For the quote of the week this week, I'm really excited because I bought this, um, I bought this book. When did I buy this? I have a journal. You guys know me and my journal obsessions. I bought this book on... Oh my gosh. Okay, I bought it December 31st in 2019. I didn't realize it was that long, but I guess it was shit. I really didn't think I bought it that long ago, but okay, yeah, I guess I bought it last year, and I haven't been writing in it that much because it's so special to me, and I want to make sure that every single thing that I'm writing in it um, means something to me and is super meaningful. It's like a really small moleskin, like, notebook. If you guys don't know the brand moleskin, it's a really popular journal brand, super overpriced and just, like, not even worth it, in my opinion, but, like, totally worth it to the passionate writer, <laughs> if I do say so myself. So, definitely for me, um, and I have the small one. It's literally the size of my my hard drive it's a very it's literally the size of my hard drive I'm putting it on top right now and it's the same size um very small I think it was $15 so it's really meaningful to me and I write quotes in it and have been writing quotes throughout the year I have kind of fell off the bandwagon and even some of the quotes that I like mention in every other podcast that I record uh whenever I mention a quote in the podcast I haven't been writing it down in this notebook like I just haven't been writing them down the last quote I wrote in here was in September um September 9th so I it's been really sporadic but that's just because I find it so like near and dear to me I think I should carry it around more I think that would help as well. There are quotes from books that I've read. There are quotes that I think of on my own. There are quotes just 
in there and I love it so freaking much. So I'm going to find one from kind of towards the beginning of when I started this notebook because I think it's good to reflect and go back. I guess I will choose... I think I will choose this one, and it is by Rachel Hollis. I remember reading her book, um, Girl, Wash Your Face. I'm pretty sure that was a long time ago. Oh my gosh. Um, But I wrote this quote because I really loved it. It says, I cannot continue to live as half of myself simply because it's hard for others to handle all of me. It just speaks so much truth, and I think I resonated with it really hard because I think at the time, what month was that? That was January I wrote this down, so I had already lived in New York City. I had already graduated high school. Sometimes I think because I've achieved so much at my age and because I've done so much already with my life, it kind of seems as though as I, like, that's the reason why I don't have friends. That's the reason why I don't have a close friend group. That's the reason why, you know, I don't know. I Like, I feel like I, like, blame so much or feel so much guilt attributed to, like, me doing better and just being better and pushing myself and going so hardcore and it feels like no one can really like you know appreciate me for who I am and it's almost as if I have to quote unquote dumb myself down to make so and so feel better and that sucks and that's honestly a reason why I can't really be friends with many people from my hometown and it's just honestly because I feel so just like uncomfortable they're not willing to celebrate my success either it's not like they're cheering me on or anything I'm always the cheerleader for everybody else and no one's really doing that for me and this might be a really like sad quote it's not supposed to be but um that was just kind of the mindset that I had at that time so there's just no reason for me if you guys feel in this place as well say you're doing better mentally than some people around you and not saying that you have to like cut people off it's not that there's a fine line between someone who's draining your energy to put you down and someone who's just going through shit and just needs you you know so there's a fine difference and And I know the difference very well. If someone just needs me and they're not at their best, obviously I'm going to be there for them. But if they're just being an asshole of a friend to you, it's time to let go. And I say this for everyone who right now may be struggling with friendships. And, you know, keeping up with friends is hard during COVID. Like, are these people actually willing to reach out to you as much as you're reaching out to them to hang out or do things or keep in touch, you know? And if they're not doing that, you don't have to lower yourself in order to fit their standards, you know? Um, I would always get caught up with friend groups or, like, people who always saw me as a threat and, like, never celebrated my success because of that. Um, I had friends who didn't come up to me during my own graduation, for God's sake, you know? So I've been through that shit. I know what it feels like. And totally, I relate to that quote still to this day. It's been a really hard time for me during COVID, honestly, just, you know, feeling like, where do my friends actually lie? And I sit there contemplating every now and then just like, okay, you know what? I know it's coming soon. I know that things will be better. I know that I am a good friend. And I know that the person that I am, the character that I am, whoever's friends with me would be grateful to have me as a friend. So I'm definitely going to keep that in the back of my mind as I continue to move forward into the rest of this year and the beginning of next year but I think all will work out for the best I think spending a lot of time alone right now is good for me and just to you know reflect and really see what's important to me as in like characteristics of relationships friendships the people that I just surround myself with the energy that I'm putting around myself so yeah I think it's nice and I'm not being um I'm not being uh super pessimistic about it even though it can feel lonely at times I think there's a difference uh between feeling lonely and like actually being alone and I'm not alone I'm not alone I just feel lonely you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna just use that to my um advantage I guess and just really use that time to reflect because I know that there's people that care about me for sure that's like not even a question of the doubt um is that how you say that question question doubt whatever um I don't know it's been interesting for sure but I do think again that the time will come for when I have those friends and when I'm going to be able to be in close proximity with the friends that I love so much and all that kind of stuff 
is that sad? I don't want that to sound sad. Like what? I'm not trying to make it sound like that. Um, I just do pick and choose my friends very carefully and want to surround myself with energy that's going to lift me up because the last thing that I need to do is like get vampire energy suckers in my life and just suck all of the life out of me. I'd rather pick and choose my friends carefully so that that's lifting me up as opposed to just bringing whoever I want into my life and letting them suck the literal living energy out of me. It's it's a choice. It's a choice to be alone right now. I'd rather be alone in the state of bliss and just feel really good about myself and keep bettering myself mentally so that I'm also able to give so much more of myself to a friendship when that comes along. So yeah, with that being said, taking friendship applications, feel free to DM me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, in today's episode, I have the lovely Tristan Simpson on my podcast. He's an amazing dancer, guys. Like so amazing. He has a YouTube channel. He just hit 100,000 subscribers. Um, he lives in Germany, by the way, but yeah, just, you know, casual. He's so talented, so amazing, and I know you guys are going to absolutely love this episode. But yeah, I'm not going to ramble any longer. Be sure to just go ahead and review and rate the podcast and Apple Podcasts if you guys are feeling snazzy because it will definitely help the ratings of my podcast. I'm about to hit 100 ratings soon, so definitely just go ahead and throw one in there if you're feeling special. And that's about it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this update, and I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. Take care. Bye. All right, guys, today I have another guest all the way from Germany. Look at us and our time zones. How are you, Tristan? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing so well. This is your first podcast episode, right? Yes, I'm a little nervous, but I'm really excited because um, I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to your podcast. Um, oh. So I'm excited. Very different than YouTube. Like, I didn't have to get ready today, which is like, Great. Neither did I. Like, I'm like matching like five different prints. Yeah, yeah. Usually for YouTube videos, you have to do like all the hair and everything. And now today, I just like chilling. So it's really nice. Okay, but you guys can't see him. I can, and he looks great. So even if oh he was God, recording a YouTube video, it'd be normal. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you today, and I'm so interested in your story because we kind of have similar dance backgrounds we begin in ballet so I'm so excited to talk about your journey as a dancer um, as a male dancer in the industry and as a professional male dancer because like you actually are with a company now and all that yeah, fun stuff yeah. so I guess the first thing that I'll ask you is just to introduce yourself to the podcast and all of the work that you do okay well my name is Tristan so I'm 19 years old I'm originally from California but I now live here in Germany to pursue my career as a ballet dancer, which is pretty exciting. I'm also a YouTuber. I started a YouTube channel like two years ago, started taking it more seriously like a year ago. Um, and yeah, I've been doing ballet since I was 10. Well, I've been dancing in general since I was 10 and then took ballet more seriously when I was like 14 and I've been doing it ever since. I've lived in Houston, Texas. Uh, I moved there when I was 15. And I've lived in Germany ever since I was 17. And then I finished ballet school last like school year. And now I um, am a professional ballet dancer with the Stuttgart Ballet, which is a dream come true. Stuttgart Ballet has always been one of my dream companies. So this year is like really exciting. And yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I danced with uh, Charlotte Ballet School of Academy. Okay, what yeah. was it called? They were North Carolina Dance Theater, Charlotte mm -hmm. Ballet Academy. Danced with them since I was seven. I started dance pretty late too. I feel like we both started pretty late because I feel yeah. like dancers are like, I started dancing in the womb and all this stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I started at seven. You started at 10. And um, 
I think my journey kind of switched over to more like musical theater, um, not mm-hmm. so much more like classical like ballet anymore, but it's still so interesting to see people still pursuing classical ballet. Cause I mean, yeah. it's still not, I think the ballet world has switched up like a lot, like over the past like few years, because it's mm-hmm. more so about like, you know, it's not necessarily ballet anymore. It's like contemporary ballet. I feel like it's switching into like, I love the, um, is it? New Amsterdam. What, what are they called? Uh, uh, Netherlands um, Dance Theater. Netherlands. Netherlands. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Netherlands yeah, yeah. Dance Theater. They're my favorite. I've watched them perform so many yeah. times and they're like the epitome of like, I like, that's the kind of ballet that I'd want to do too. I think it's switched up so much in the years. The company I'm with does like a, a good mix for me. So they still have like the classics that they do, but then they also have these new modern, more contemporary um pieces which is really cool like uh like you said netherlands dance theater one of my best friends is with netherlands dance theater and she was classically trained but now she does all this like cool contemporary work and gets to incorporate her ballet training um with that so that's really cool yeah yeah that is so freaking cool so yeah i want to go ahead and dive into just your dance journey like i i guess just starting in dance also like what made you want to start and how did it kind of get you to germany so go ahead okay well Um, when I was five years old, I started gymnastics and I did that like very seriously. Like when I think back, like a five-year-old, I did like 16 hours a week of gymnastics. Like I was really serious and I did that until I was 10 and I was really serious about it. But then I eventually just kind of like lost my passion for it. Um, but I always like, even now I'm just like, I like to be busy And so once I quit gymnastics, I like had a lot of free time. And for some reason, I wanted to go to the dance studio. My parents were like, "Um, okay. So they let me go to the dance studio. And I started off like my first day, I took like a hip hop class because they were like, oh, he's a boy. Like he'll like hip hop, whatever. After that first day, like they were like, you need to join our like competing company and whatever. And I was like, "Uh, okay, little did I know next week I was starting and I would be dancing like Monday through Thursday, like competitions, Friday, Saturday. So it started off really intensely and I did all types of dance. I did jazz, contemporary, ballet, hip hop, all of it, but not ballet too seriously whatsoever. And I was at that studio for uh, a long time until I was 15. But when I was 13, I decided to do like a ballet summer intensive um because I was like okay ballet will make my contemporary better it'll make all my other dance styles better but I hated ballet like I was like Mm. not about it but I was like okay this will like make me better so I went to a ballet summer intensive and I kind of just and felt like I just fell in love with the world of ballet and I thought it was really cool so after that I started taking it a little bit more seriously and then I competed at this really big competition called Youth American Grand Prix it's the biggest ballet competition for students. Um, yeah. So I did that. And then I got to the final round in New York, which was really cool. And then I got a full scholarship to go to the Houston ballet Academy, which is a really good ballet, um, school. Yeah. So then I moved there when I was 15, which was definitely like not the norm. You know what I mean? Like a 15 year old moving away from home, but it was a really cool experience. Like I, was living with my best friends in a dorm like that was crazy and I was waking up every day dancing from like eight till five and then in the evening I would do my online high school so it was just like a very abnormal lifestyle compared Mm -hmm. to like the average 15 year old so I stayed there for two years and then I was kind of craving something different with my ballet training and just like I think life in general um so I decided to audition for the John Cranko School, which is here in Germany. It's considered one of the best ballet schools 
in the world and I I didn't think I was gonna get in but I auditioned and I sent in a video and they were like yeah you can come here and that was really cool um, so then I went so then when I was 17 I packed my bags and I moved to Germany oh which gosh. is like now thinking back like a crazy thing so when I was 17 my mom and my grandma brought me here and I was living in an apartment all alone in a foreign country I didn't know anyone at the school um, and yeah, then I just started doing ballet and obviously I made so many friends, um, just like, you know, cause we're all in the same situation. All my friends are international, all from all around the world. Mm -hmm. So yeah, then I've been here for two years and then from my class, so it was eight of us boys and then 10 girls, I think, uh, only three of us got the contract with the Stuttgart Ballet, which is like Whoa. the company that's connected wow. with, um, the John Cranko school, the school I was at. So yeah, I got the contract here and now it's my first year being like an actual professional dancer. Yes, holy so, yeah. crap. That's amazing. I do remember being, um, you know, in Charlotte Ballet and I started realizing that ballet wasn't necessarily for me. And I was like, oh, well, like I'm doing musical theater and I'm also doing like jazz and hip hop and all the other kind of styles of dance. And I was like, okay, maybe I want to take my career into a different direction, but I still knew that this was what I wanted to do. And same thing with like acting and performing. I feel like just the performance entertainment realm was something that I knew that I wanted to do with my life. So I was like, yeah, like let's go ahead and graduate. So I graduated early from high school and then I moved to New York City. So I feel like we kind of had similar things. We just like yeah. packed our bags at like 17 and just like moved by ourselves and yeah. just like did it. And that's crazy to me because I it's so I feel like it's like so hard to find people who are like in kind of the same realm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, hard to yeah, find like sure. friends. It's hard to make friends like you don't have like a consistent friend group like it's just it's mm -hmm. it's hard you know yeah because like yeah I look at all my friends like back home that I grew up with and mm -hmm. you know they're all living like a very normal life which is mm -hmm. totally cool right like, don't get me wrong like I'm sure we can talk about this later but like how like you know living this life you kind of look at like a normal life and be a little envious and all this stuff oh, like you're sure, missing out on sure. experiences we can talk about that but um like all my normal friends are, or I call them normal friends, my non-dance yeah. friends, my normal <laughs> like friends, normal friends. <laughs> um, they're living like that, like typical life. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to relate with them on some of the things that like me or you experience. So mm -hmm. yeah, definitely finding other people who have like been through like similar experiences, done yeah. the similar thing is really cool, but not it's like so you said, not easy to find. Oh, oh no, it's so hard to find. I mean, like, where are you supposed to go? Like, friends.org to, like, find people yeah, exactly. who also, like, just moved away. Like, you know, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. But I think social media does make it so much easier to just connect. Yeah, like, you sure. and I, we just, like, DM'd each other. It's like, hey, like, what, what's up? And I was like, do you want to come on my podcast? And he was like, um, yes. And I was like, yes, okay, done. Let's course. do it. So you do, like, summer intensives? Because, like, that was so popular back like, Yeah, yeah, here. I did. So you did a lot of those. Yeah, I did School of American Ballet. I did Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. I did Houston and then I did uh -huh. San Francisco. So yeah. Oh, did, wow. Yeah, you did so many. And they were like the best experiences of my mm -hmm. life. Like those summers were so much fun. Like yes. as a kid, like doing that, that was just like the most amazing thing ever. I, I look back and like that was like, those are some of my like fondest memories as like a teenager. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're fun. I mean, like, you just get to, like, live with people and, like, just do the thing and dance and do what you love. And yeah. that's so awesome. And I'm so glad to see that you're also, like, pursuing it professionally because I think, I mean, ballet is so competitive and it's really, you know, it's a challenge on the mind as well just to, like, oh, stay yeah. in it and, like, all the constructs and all that kind of stuff. So I totally mm -hmm. feel you. How was your process of moving to Germany? So you moved two years ago, you said. And mm -hmm. then do you ever come back to the U.S. just, like, chill, like, see family, like, do that whole thing? Or what yeah. is that like? So... Uh I moved in September of 2018. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. September of 2018, I moved. Um, and then I got to go home for Christmas that year and then for like two weeks. And then I got to go home for six weeks in the summer. And then this year, this this last year, I didn't go home for Christmas because I was performing with the company um, as, a, as a student. Yeah. And that which was a really cool experience. And then the... Uh, summer I was only supposed to go home for six weeks but then with corona and everything Mm, I went back in April I was home April until like mid like mid-August and oh so you were here for a bit yeah oh yeah that was the longest I had been home since I was 15 like back in California with my family um so yeah mid-August and then I got back to Germany and I've been here and who knows when the next time I'll go home is, but um, it was actually really cool. Like, um, obviously, COVID is a very negative and sad situation, yeah, but of course. Um, I think we can all like take a positive out of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all we really can do. But so for me, right. that was the positive was that I got to actually be home with like family and friends for the longest amount of time I have in like literally since I was 15. So yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, it was so sad having to move back here like after like living in New York City and like being mm-hmm. alone and like finding my se- sense of self and independence and whatever and then just like being pulled all the way back to like the start and like living yeah. back home and I'm just like, what is going on? But I really do think that I mean, if this is the last time that I get to live with my family like full time, you know, as I like to yeah. call it, like it's yeah. awesome. Like I should, you know, like that's really special and you know, I want to cherish that. So I'm really trying to like focus on that as opposed to being like okay like let's rush everything because I think Mm -hmm. as you know as hustlers in the entertainment industry it's so keen to be like oh like what are we auditioning for like what's the next thing like we get to prepare for and like always working out and keeping ourselves fit and there's like no time to really chill and like take some time because we're always trying to compete and be better than ourselves you know so yeah that's really nice that we do or like you had the time to chill and I'm still chilling so I'm just here but I want you to talk about Germany that's so amazing and I even saw in your story today you were like Germany is just so great because xyz 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 yeah, yeah. so like go ahead and talk about it just going around yeah okay so uh, when i moved here i i think i there was a culture shock but i was so absorbed in ballet and like meeting new people and it was just mm-hmm. like all so much fun i had no time to like be homesick or like you know focus on the negative things it was all just like very positive which is really cool because not everyone great. has yeah. that same experience um Germany is not my favorite country in Europe. Like, if I could live in another country in Europe, like, I probably would. But it is still an amazing place. Uh, like, every day, some, like, all the time, I'm just, like, walking around. I'm like, holy shit. Like, am I really mm-hmm. living here in Europe? Like, that's, yeah. always been a, that's always been a dream of mine since I was a kid to, like, live in Europe and live abroad. And, like, I'm living my dream. So that's really cool. And I just feel very, very grateful because I know that it's not, like, the easiest thing um, to make happen. But ballet has obviously helped and just living abroad has brought like a whole like new set of experiences to my like life and I've learned so much from it just being able to travel and see different cultures and having all my friends be international I don't have Mm -hmm. like one American close (laughs) friend like right Right. now in Stuttgart like Mm -hmm. last year there were a few Americans but this year it's like my roommate's Canadian but then all my friends are Italian Brazilian wow just the list goes on so yeah I love living abroad um it comes with so many fun experiences, you know, going to like different cities, clubbing, just like dating, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. It's That's really so fun, fun, honestly. Yeah, I absolutely That's love it. That's so, yeah. amazing. Yeah, I feel like I want to live in Europe at one point. I've been getting a weird like sense of like wanting to live in Europe during quarantine. I don't know if it's just because the U.S. is just being hella just off 
at this point yeah. in time. So, um, but yeah, no, I've just been even like I watched Emily in Paris and I was just talking to my friend about it. I was like, it's just so unrealistic, like not the best like depiction. But guess what? If I'm going to live in that magical reality of like that idea, then so be yeah, it. I need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I feel oh, like you have to watch it. who's living abroad, yes. I need to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. It's like the cheesiest, like not good, but like just the great thing to watch type yeah. thing, you know, yeah. but Almost um, so bad yeah. that you like can't stop yeah, watching yeah, it. That you just yeah. love it. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things. And like, I feel like even watching like European vloggers like Nana, Florence and Moya, yeah. like I love them so much. And I've just <laughs> yeah. been like living vicariously through everyone's like university vlogs. And I'm like, I'm not even in university. I'm not even yeah. in Europe for Christ's sake. But like, I love Europe. And I'm just like, why am I getting like a sudden pull to be there? Like, I don't know if it's you just should. like the pasta lover in me. Like what is going on? No, you but, should. Yeah. Because all my friends back home who are like going to college, like, Mm-hmm. I'm just like study abroad you know what just do it I always like, tell people that you, always like, you're only young once like go yeah. do this shit like yeah. one day you are gonna be like 30 and maybe married I wish I maybe did with that. kids yeah. and like you can't do you're it. not gonna be able to just like pick up and leave like you're mm-hmm. independent for like only a certain amount of time in right. your life so like go exactly. do the shit that you like want to do mm-hmm. yeah I feel the same way I I mean I didn't go to college at all but I know that ever since I was young, when I was like wanting to go to college, it was always a priority. I was like, I'm going to study abroad. I'm going to study mm-hmm. abroad. So it's, I mean, I just think that people who travel are so well-rounded or not even travel or just like get to live somewhere else. That's not there. Like, like I can say like, especially for all the like North Carolinians over here, it's just like, they live in their bubble till they like birth and die. And I'm just like, you didn't get to really do anything. And like, if oh they travel, gosh, yeah. it's like little down the road. And I'm like, no, you've really got to see the world. Cause like then only then you can get like these, you know, you can see other people's shoes. Like you can really like be someone else. Like you can really just see everything and take everything in and differently. And you've seen the world. Like that's what I call people yeah. who are most experienced. Some people might think like, oh, I'm 80 years old. I've seen so much life. And I'm like, okay, where have you been? Like, I really do like ask because yeah. I'm just like, what have you seen? Like what, what has been the things that influence you to think the way that you do? And if you haven't traveled, I don't think you can say much. Like, I don't think you, like if you haven't been somewhere else and like try different cultures and try different foods and like doing all this stuff. It's like, you know, like I just don't, I can't take advice from people who haven't seen things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a whole nother like point of view. Like how are Mm -hmm. you going to say like, these are my views when you've never even like heard other people's or experienced Mm -hmm. other people's just like lifestyles. It's, and yeah, that's what I also love even more than just like living abroad and traveling Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like having international friends is like so cool. Just how like, different cultures you learn every day you learn so much yeah Yeah. I mean you have to like you can't just shut yourself off to the idea of just like even like same thing here you can get so much culture like even in New York City like just becoming friends with the person who owns the deli like down the road like but you have to go out of your way to do that as opposed to like trapping yourself in this like bubble you don't get to see things and you don't get to I think people are just not empathetic anymore and like they don't understand other people that don't look like them you know what i'm saying and yeah. that's really frustrating to me because i'm like how are you supposed to understand like yeah the brazilian down the road or like the haitian woman down the road if you don't like actively make the effort to like effort, try yeah. and get to know what they've done what they've been through like all that mm-hmm. stuff and i just think that again people who travel and people who have seen the world those are people that i love to listen about podcasts about and like all that kind of stuff and that's why i watch so many international youtubers like i'm on this like korean like kick for whatever reason right now and i'm just like watching all these people in university and like whatever just like cooking meals and i'm like what is going on like but i yeah. think that that's so interesting because i mean if i were to watch like i grew up watching like 
just the same basic like white girls like to be honest like all the time you know mm-hmm. and like youtube yeah. and like no 1000 like, i mean we could drop names yeah. if we wanted to oh but my like God. of course same, of course same i could drop the names of the same like white girls that like did vlogs mm-hmm. and it's like there was almost no point to it but like for some reason i was so captivating but now being older like i'm watching like uh moya and like all of them and then also like i don't know if you watch damon dominique i was literally about to tell you yeah. i was like damon dominique and joe like they're amazing yeah, damon like, and oh joe love word. them exactly like, like these that's people what who I actually love. experience I love things yeah exactly exactly i was about to tell you i was like you remind me so much of damon i was like oh literally we've it's like so dm'd funny. a few times and i like Stop it. absolutely die he's amazing yeah so like, yeah so like i dm'd him one time i was going to paris i was like hey uh watch your videos uh like, I always see you going to these raves. Like, are there any <laughs> raves going on this weekend? And he's like, uh, you can get this app and maybe you see if there's any raves, whatever. But then he, like, watched a few of my YouTube videos and commented. I, like, fully died. I he's so him. cool. Like, if I go to Paris, I'm definitely going to be like, you have to. No, oh, no. let's like, hang out. Like, he's so cool. Yes. Like, I'm sure he would. And, like, I'm, like, much younger, but, like, whatever. Like, oh, no, I could, oh, no, of yeah. course, of course. He's so, he's so cool. cool. I just, like, but those are, like, the people that I'd love to, like, interview and, like, talk to because, like, yeah. I just look up to them so much. Like, I will watch Damon's videos, like, for hours on end just because it's, like, wow, I've never seen this before. And I think that even if you're, quote, unquote, not as fortunate right now to, like, experience that, I mean, no one really is. Like, no one can really just travel for the luxury of it. But, like, then go actively out of your way to watch people who don't live where you are. Like, go and, like, yeah. see, like, what this is because it's all out there. Like, you have YouTube. You have these sources that you can watch mm-hmm. and like listen to people's experiences and stuff but it's about like making the active effort to go outside of what you normally like look at and the people that you normally watch in order to get that experience because you can like yeah, i'll be like the first to admit like i completely understand that i'm like privileged enough to be able to like live a live abroad and have my parents like you know support me to go do that in the first place and all these things and i i feel very privileged in that way and i understand that not everyone can just like pick up and be like hey i'm going to live in Europe like I get that's a very privileged thing to do but like you said like just finding almost things in your community that you can Mm -hmm. just like experience something new not hanging out with the same people hang out with the person that's a little bit different from you that Mm -hmm. looks different from you that comes from somewhere else you know any of these things like you don't necessarily even have to leave to go do those things I mean no exactly leaving is like an amazing experience and like getting out of where you where you're from and where you are but um there's like diversity in a lot of different places yeah. and yeah and like some of america there's diversity and mm-hmm. a lot of america there's diversity <laughs> you just have to like make the effort to talk right. to people who don't look like you or think like you mm-hmm. so yeah that's such a big thing and i think that's so important for people who are actually well-rounded like you're not a well-rounded person to me if you haven't made the effort to go and talk to people and like interact with people that don't look like you like or like don't have the same beliefs as you and like whatever like it's so important to get that viewpoint so that you can understand people and understand the way that people do things and why they do things and you know it's just it's a really interesting concept but i feel like people are so tunnel vision or like a lot of south south america in my south united states america i'm gonna clarify that are so just like you know in their heads like i'm like this way and my views are this way and i've grown up this way and it's it's really frustrating to say the least but these are the people who also like just are not willing to do that like it's just a no for them because they're fine in the place that they are and then they just want things to go the way that they want it to because they have the privilege to do that and it's unfortunate it's like britney and chad from texas it's like (laughs) literally come on get your shit together (laughs) okay here's the thing though like britney and chad like we're okay we're just gonna use those names like Brittany and Chad, like, you know, they maybe come from, like, a well-off family, so they'll, like, go to Paris once. But, like, when Brittany mm-hmm. and Chad go to Paris, they don't, like, go to Paris. They don't, like, if they go to London, they don't go to London. Like, they right. go 
quote unquote, but like they don't actually see things. And it, like I said, like push, like putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, even it, like where, where you're from, like where you live, mm-hmm. but even when you go and travel, that's a, that's a big thing for me. Whenever I travel, I try to put myself like outside of my comfort zone. And In that's other, when you're yeah, going yeah. to like meet new people. And like I said, meet people who don't look like you, think like you, act mm-hmm. like you, whatever. Um, so even if you do go travel abroad, have you really exactly. like traveled? That's the question. Yeah, that, that, that's a good question. People will be like, yeah, I've been to Bali and I went to this like five star like resort and like, you know, I had people do this and this and this and this for me. And yeah, then it's exactly. like, okay, so what did you go and do? Like, yeah, so, exactly. what did, so what did you do? Yeah. Um, like when I travel, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly not even the type of person that like goes and sees the like, you know, touristy things, which I should more because like <laughs> sometimes I like go somewhere and I'm like, all I did was like party and meet new people and like walk <laughs> around. I didn't actually go to like a museum or anything. I should do that a little bit more. But you know, if you're if you kind of have like a set in stone plan when you go and travel and it's just like touristy thing after one another, right. like, leave some space in between. Go experience throw some spontaneity. It, you know I mean? Yeah, like just yeah. throw some experience in there. That's so yeah. interesting that you say that. But yes, when travel, oh my gosh, when travel opens back up, like we've got to just like do something. Like just really I just know. go for it because like. Dude, I just, I, it just feels so weird that like no one's doing anything. Like, you know, know, like no one's trapped. Like, New York City is still like empty, like for the most part. It's really sad, but I do think that when the opportunity does arise to do that again, it's going to be such a great, like, humbling and like gratifying experience just to like go somewhere you know so yes we will wait for that day all right so i want to go ahead and ask you about your youtube journey because you did just hit Mm -hmm. 100k so talk about how you started and all that stuff how you just kind of grew throughout the platform yeah okay i started i think i said two years ago at the beginning of the podcast maybe more like like i think it's like two and a half years ago but when so so the reason why i started i think we should maybe start there the reason why I started was because like I was such a YouTube nerd like we talked about earlier I was watching like all the YouTubers I I just loved like the culture of it I thought like it was just I thought it was so cool that people had their own mini fan base they made their own videos they had their own like styles and aesthetics of their videos and I just thought it was all really cool and I always wanted to do it but I was like okay no um and then uh, my friend Luna if you guys know Luna Montana so she had had a YouTube channel for a while and then kind of seeing her do it I was like okay like I know someone who does it like I've seen like a normal person because I think it's easy to be like watch like these YouTubers and be like they're not normal people but they are Mm -hmm. but like actually seeing someone who I knew did it I was like okay I could do it too it's actually attainable um so yeah so I did it I started, but at first I was very like, okay, a video like once a month, and then it kind of got like, okay, like (laughs) I didn't post for like four months and whatever. Um, But then my channel started to pick up like little by little, and then I was like, okay, this could actually like be something, and I could actually like, you know, make something out of this. So then about a year ago, I started uploading like once a week, roughly. I mean, there were some breaks in there, but... I've been uploading weekly and yeah, I just hit 100k a few weeks ago, which was like the crazy, like the craziest experience. I like have my like plaque up here. I mean, the podcast can't see this. So fast. Yeah. So I got the plaque and that was just so surreal because I remember hanging out with Luna and seeing her plaque and being like, oh my God, like this is just like, oh my gosh. So that was really cool. But um, I love YouTube. It comes with its own struggles and everything. Of course. Oh my gosh. So much course. stress. <laughs> and it takes a lot more work than, you know, most people think. I mean, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love it. And I think it's super fun. And it's also, um, 
it helps me be like financially independent and yeah, it's really cool real. and I love you dude and yeah I love every I love all my viewers so if yes. any of them are on here right now hi <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> yes oh my gosh yeah your youtube videos like you just kind of found your own style and i really love that because oh, it's so you. easy these days to just kind of be like oh like let me copy like what this person is doing but like really taking the time to find your style and your editing and the music that you use and the shots you want to film it's like being your own little director of your own life you know so it's really fun it's interesting and yeah like even if youtube quote-unquote like dies one day it's just kind of like the whole experience of like being able to record your life and share your life with people who live around the world and you know connect with people it's priceless like it really is so i mean yeah. it's, I, think I, YouTube I love youtube will so never much. die I, I i don't think so either i don't or think at so least either. Not, I mean, okay maybe one day will not, not for a long yeah. time like yeah. TikTok, Unless, uh, yeah right give it two years like she's, yeah exactly she's dead, exactly like, she's gone but I think TikTok has an expiration date, you know? 1,000%. And <laughs> exactly. I, as someone who does social media, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you do too, when when TikTok started, I was like, okay, I, like, you know, I could post here daily right. and, like, gain, like, <laughs> a shit ton of followers. Ex yeah. But I was like, this yeah. is not sustainable, and I'm not going to put my work into something that, like, you know... Like, I feel the same What way. What is that saying? It's like, what comes easy... What comes quick goes what yeah what what comes quick goes quick or whatever one thousand percent with social media like if you gain I all agree. these followers super quick you're not gaining like a loyal fan no, base you know what I mean I, whatsoever. yeah I agree I think YouTube is just such a I don't want to say such a hustle because I don't want to say like it's like hustly but I'm just like YouTube you actually genuinely connect with the people that come and like go on your channel and like make the active effort to subscribe whereas it's like oh TikTok I see this one funny video follow and it's like you're yeah. following like 6,000 people and I'm like I'm like 10,000 followers on TikTok don't amount to 10,000 followers on YouTube and oh, like I'll say that no. so I, 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 I'm about like I'm at like 99.9 .9 Okay, on TikTok somehow I literally mm -hmm. don't know and you do, and like, like YouTube was so much more rewarding for you right oh exactly. my god I spent hours like mm -hmm. days months on YouTube mm -hmm. and like I, I spent like a few years but like I mean like the actual amount of like time that mm -hmm. went into it and then I like worked so hard and on TikTok I'll like f around and make a video every right. once in a while I'm almost exactly. at 100k like what it, it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense so yeah yeah no I feel that like I mean I even contemplated so many times I'm like should I just like make TikTok con TikTok content and I'm just like I don't feel the like love and passion for it and yeah. I feel like it would really genuinely be for the numbers I think it's a smart tactic for like growing a platform and then like mm -hmm. getting your name out there and then maybe shifting to something else I think that's really smart but I mean if you're just like TikTok, 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 and especially if it's not like you know those accounts that are really freaking awesome on TikTok, and it's like they've yeah. made their careers like out of it. I'm not talking like Addison or Charlie, like nothing like that. But I'm talking yeah. like more of the videos that have like super cool transitions, and like even this girl, I just came across her um the other day on my reels. She was the girl who sang that like producer song, you know. She made that song, and it's like hella popular. And she like got signed no. to a record label because of it, and like okay. did all this stuff, and now she's like doing music, and that's yeah, so. Yeah, don't cool get me, to me wrong, like. I don't, I don't want to shit on TikTokers. Like, we love TikTok. Like, I right. probably spent two hours <laughs> scrolling today on TikTok. Like, I'm not shitting on it. I'm not shitting on the TikTok grind. Like, I post a video every once in a while. It's fun, whatever. Um, but, yeah, you can definitely see, like, a difference between the TikTokers who are, like, bringing, bringing something out of it, actually, than just, like, you know, standing there, like, hitting the woe and shit. You know what? I'm going to say names. Like, like 
Bryce Bryce Hall, Fact. like for instance. I can't <laughs> stand him. Like, out. what are you doing? What is your talent? I just hate how all of my Snapchat stories, like all the news is about TikTokers. Like there's not even quote unquote celeb drama anymore. Not that there should be, but I'm just saying like, it's all about like who so-and-so is like Nessa. Like, I don't know all these people, Josh Richard, like who are you? And it's always who, my Who news. are you and what do you do? No. Who are you? And like, what no. effort did you put into what you're doing? It. Like. I made yeah. a whole YouTube video about it, about how there are just so many creators who work so hard for what they do and like really have the love and energy for a platform. And then there's people who stand there, look pretty, and it's like, let me post it for a million views. And then it's like, mm -hmm. what? Like, and I, that's what I just don't understand. And that's mostly what we're, mm -hmm. I think we're both on the same page when we're talking about yeah, exactly. people like that. But yeah, I think there's such a, there's such a genuine, like, I know how happy, like you must've felt when you got your plaque. And like, that's something that you've worked for and like put time and energy into. And it's like, TikTok like that wouldn't give you the same gratification because it really is just oh, numbers no, 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 like it yeah. really is just numbers when it comes to that so yeah that's so interesting and I'm again so proud of you that's awesome like up you go thank you kind of following along that path what does a week in your life typically look like in Germany with okay. dance and just everything and YouTube all okay. things yeah oh, okay my weeks have been looking pretty boring recently <laughs> not gonna lie um uh, okay so well I guess we'll start off on like Tuesday. Okay. I know that's random, but we're going to start with Tuesday. So in the mornings, I have ballet, like training ballet class. Now that I'm in a company, it's a little different than my school life, but I will get like, it starts around like 10. So I'll get there around like nine because I like to warm up and prepare my body. Um, we'll have a, we'll have class from anywhere from like an hour to an hour 30, which is a big difference from the school. We would do like two, two hours, to like two and a half hours of school. And then after that, right now it's been really slow because of Corona, obviously not that many performances. It's very different. Um, there was a few weeks where I would have like one rehearsal a day. Right now I don't have anything. So I will literally do ballet and then to keep my body in shape because I'm not dancing as much anymore um, with everything going on, I will then go to the gym and I'll okay, work out gym. for like, <laughs> yeah, hi. hi. <laughs> um, I'll go work out for like an hour or so, maybe a little bit longer. I come home. I'll have lunch and then I get on that YouTube grind, whatever that may be, mm -hmm. like replying to brand deals, editing videos, that takes a long time, filming a video, whatever that may be. That actually takes like a lot of time out of my day. And then in the evening, I will um, like have dinner, whatever, normal things, do my skincare routine. And then actually recently I've been watching American Horror Story. <laughs> um, I'm going I'm going through the season. So me and my roommate, we grab some snacks and we watch a season of American Horror Story. Uh -huh. So that's pretty much Tuesday through Friday, honestly, like pretty similar. <laughs> like like it. it doesn't get much different than that. And then Saturday, I'll also have ballet. And then in the evening, I'll usually go out to a bar. Mm -hmm. um, usually we'd be going out to a club, but bars <laughs> right, are right. like what is open right now. Or I'll hang out with my my friends safely. It's all my coworkers, so we all have to like be in a studio dancing with each other anyway. So we kind of hang out, um, we drink whatever, we do whatever. <laughs> um, we have some fun. And then Sundays are my like, just like, holy days i'm not religious whatsoever <laughs> but those are like my days to like sit in bed so, and just yes. like take care of myself uh do literally whatever i want have pancakes in the morning those are Lovely. my like, favorite days and then mondays i um also have off of ballet so i get two two days off of ballet now wasn't like that in school we would get one day off but then i get mondays off 
Um, but usually I end up spending the whole day doing YouTube. So, oh, done it, done yeah, That's like a, that's week a lovely week. And well, since you were not dancing as much, you have more time to put into YouTube. So that's probably where all this time yeah. has been coming from. But that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's so different than last year. Like if I were to explain to you, I feel my, like you like, wouldn't have time. Yeah, schedule, it would be like eight oh hours God, here. No, eight I hours was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, so I'd be dancing from nine to five, mm-hmm. and then I come home and die. Like that's <laughs> literally what what lovely. my last year's schedule was like. But whatever. Oh, well, that's awesome. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you're still like getting to dance and like have that opportunity to still dance right now. Mm -hmm. At least you kind of still kind of have this time to chill kind of and like you still kind of have your own, Mm -hmm. you know, sense of routine and whatever. But that's nice. I just yeah, I seriously don't know what the next like couple months are going to look like because I mean, yeah, second wave and then like what's after that, you know, like they're predicting things are trying to start getting better. And I'm like, you can't even fix what we've got going on now. And you're predicting things to get better. But um, yeah, I have no idea what that looks like for us over here. But yeah. that's good to see that other countries are taking it seriously and like actually doing stuff. But anyways, if you guys live in the yeah. U.S., vote. Um, and that's it. That's yes, all I gotta vote, say. Vote, 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 yes, vote. literally. Um, it's just so important. Unless you're voting for Donald Trump, then, then don't, don't vote. vote <laughs> anyways, no, everyone should vote, but everyone please vote. vote Biden Harris. Oh my God, please. Yes, it's it's just been wild to see all the active effort like going on in these past like couple years because even in 2016 it's like voting was so i don't know like some people know, it did just it wasn't talked about no, on social no, no. media like like i don't remember influencers or like youtubers or like anyone being like go vote mm-hmm. like it's because you know, it's it just so thing, damn but... important this year you can't not vote yeah. if you're eight not eight if you're yeah. 18 oh my gosh um but yeah i think they're having like surpassing like voter registration and all this stuff so it's 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 good i think it's a good effort and even uh i talked about it in my last episode about how they've had like since no one's in school right now they've been having local high schools as like a place yeah yeah, i i I listen to you yeah so it's been so great it's been amazing so i mean i guess that'll help even the 18 year olds who are in high school you know or like their old high school whatever um just go vote at their high school like that's so convenient everyone just needs to vote and just do the thing because there's no time to waste and literally it's oh my god i'm just getting like anxious now i'm like it's in a couple of weeks it's, it's like what like 15 <sighs> days or something yeah, it's like yeah like, it's soon i i like i yeah, actually nervous. get anxiety the presidential debate like, is tonight oh too like another one i i know i know yeah, I need to. yeah. I, I honestly don't want to because i already i already <laughs> sent my ballot like i don't exactly. even need to see this exactly. but like i know i'm gonna watch it but right. like it's it, it makes me want to pull my hair out. Oh my god, like, it was I so, so frustrating. frustrating. Same, agreed. I just, I was laughing because I think I read something where they were like, for this presidential debate, they're going to have um, mics turned off. <laughs> so I was like, okay, wonderful. Yes, I was like, period, wonderful. <laughs> I oh. know. So we'll see what happens tonight, and uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that. And yeah, I guess the last thing I'm going to go ahead and ask you is, what is your top tip for the listeners? Ooh, um... I mean, we kind of already said it, but I think travel, yes. if you can, oh, like, try obviously. your best to travel, whatever, like, just make it happen. Like, I know it's it can be difficult to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Just try your best, whatever it's that means. It's life-changing. You, know. you have to. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to have a good time either. Mm-hmm. Like, you can so get an experience oh, yeah. from, like, you know, like, going down the street and seeing a new, like, whatever, this and this and this. So, trying new foods in your local community that you've never tried before, whatever. You can do so many active efforts to, quote-unquote, travel. You know, it doesn't have to be grand or huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even if it is, 
There are so many cheap ways yes, there is. to like travel abroad. You just need to figure them out. Like mm-hmm. I've managed in the last two years to like figure a way to like do it on a budget. Agreed. You can't do it. Just save up your money. You are only young once. Mm-hmm. Like have these experiences when you're older. You're going to have so many like things tying you down. Yeah. Work and just responsibilities like possibly like a family and whatever. Don't like do have any re- regrets when you're 30 yeah. and just do it now. Like, oh, exactly. yes, I can't I preach love it that. enough. Yeah, me too. I preach it all the time. And I, do, I just don't think people understand how important it is like to travel. Yeah, just travel. I love that. That was a really good tip. No one said that before. So that's a really good one. Oh my gosh. Yay. Go abroad. Go meet that like cutie in the club. Right. That's that international. Exactly. I'm like, convinced I'm marrying someone like just not from here. Like they have to have an accent. Oh, and it's I, as as that. I literally am like. <laughs> I will only consider dating you if you have an EU passport because okay, I want done. that EU citizenship. Exactly. Like whatever. Also, European men are just better. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But you know what? We'll keep that on the down low. And I think yeah. <laughs> that's about it, Tristan. Go ahead and shout out your Instagram and YouTube channel. Yeah. So my Instagram is Tristan Simpson 28, Tristan with an A. And then my YouTube channel is just Tristan Simpson. I'm sure Perfect. You can find it. Yes. I will leave um, that down yeah. below so that you guys don't have to work hard. And I think that's it. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. Thank you this so, so much. This is so much fun.